Hey, it's your girl, Miss Mafi, and welcome to another Mafi Mondays. And I have an amazing special guest, the one and only. Introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. My name is Chantrell. It's Chantrell Blue. How are you? Good, good, good. Thank you so much for coming on and being one of my guests. I'm like really excited because I got a rich bitch in the building, y'all. Period, point blank. <laughs> Yeah. No, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. I really do appreciate the opportunity. No, no problem. So a lot of things that like, when I think of people who I wanted to have on a podcast, I've made this list and you were right on my list when I thought about like iconic people in our community um, that I feel like are staple holders. And so I just remember being younger and always admiring you not only just for your beauty, but the fact of like how you moved in the community spaces, like a lot of people respect and adore you. Oh, well, I appreciate that. I think uh, that's a lot to live up to, but uh, <laughs> but I, I really do appreciate that. It uh, feels good to be recognized for being, um, you know, just being yourself and being a decent human being. So I appreciate that. No problem. Um, one thing that I wanted to, that I was just like dying to know if I ever got to sit down and have a conversation with you was like, uh -oh. <laughs> so, um, how did you start your showgirl career? And I guess, could you explain what a showgirl is for people who may not know? Um, okay, well, I started my showgirl career when I was 19 years old and I was just this quiet little shy little person. And um, I worked at a hair salon and the people at the hair salon, they were like, well, we're gonna take you out for your birthday. Have you ever been to a gay bar? You ever been to a gay club? I'm like, no, <laughs> but um, they took me, <laughs> they took me to a gay bar for my 19th birthday. And it was a drag show. It like, they took me to see a drag show. And when I saw these girls and how beautiful they were and how, glam how glamorous they were, I was like, oh my God, I wanna do this. Um, two months later, <laughs> I started performing. Two months later, I started performing and that was um, a very long time ago. <laughs> okay, do you remember the first song you ever performed? Yes, I do. It was Deep Inside by Mary J. Blige. I'll, I'll never forget it. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, so yeah, when you say that, that's exactly the impact you had on me when I first seen you on show. And um, I don't know if this part of your plan, but you just have this activating wow factor of like confidence that I've never seen before. Like you just mesmerized <laughs> me. I was like, oh my God, she's so beautiful. And she's like, baby, I need a beautiful. Like, <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. No I think problem. that it comes. I think that it comes from like um. I don't know. Like I guess just always like wanting or looking for an outlet, some some type of some way to like um, express myself creatively. And so when I saw that, and I'm like, oh my god, I can be any kind of way I want to be and wear anything that I want to wear and a, a hair color that I would 
would not particularly wear, you know, in my everyday life, I can, I can just do all of these things on stage and no one will look at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> right. Oh, that's beautiful. So were there any like maybe showgirls at the time while you started performing that you like looked up to or admired? Well, um, I think that I pretty much admired them all. I mean, I was just like, you know, the, the new kid on the block. So everyone was exciting to me. Everyone was beautiful to me, uh, like from Diva to Mafia.com, Gayla Grace. Um, of course, the legendary and great Miss April Summers, who I've had the pleasure of working with the majority of my career. Um, I think that I was pretty much just fascinated by everybody. Okay. <laughs> I was fascinated by everybody because everyone was just so beautiful and so glamorous. Right. Um, is there a really big misconception that people may have about showgirls? Um, 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 I don't think that there's a misconception about showgirls specifically. I think that and and I'll let's just like I first I want to like answer the other half of your question, like what is okay. my definition of it? Okay, so I mean I I like to think for myself, a person who is trans and a person who identifies as female, I'm not a drag queen. So right. although it is a drag show, it's definitely a drag show. Um, I'm definitely not a drag queen. I think that many of us and for those who may not know drag queens are usually uh, men who dress as women for a hobby or you know in their spare time or for fun or whatever but that's not who I am so the term showgirl I uh, think I think that it you know it's more befitting for someone like myself so I I prefer the term showgirl thank you for clearing that up so um, because we see things like RuPaul Drag Race, and I think automatically people assume that trans women who live their everyday life or might be a performer, um, that they can box them into in the same category as a drag queen. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you have a new amazing product. Um, I would love for you to tell the people about Um Rich bitch water. <laughs> yes. Well, What's that name. Let's start there. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I'm always thinking of, about something crazy, or I'm always. I have so many things that I say that people just pick up, and now I have like my my homegirls saying like little crazy things, and like my my best friend saying some crazy shit that I just <laughs> made up. You know, like you know how you just make up like random crazy little stuff. You have your own lingo. Yeah, like Shisha Nimi Mahami. Like what? Shisha Nimi Mahami. That's a fine nigga. I'm gonna have to write that with that. Period. <laughs> I think that um I think that the name came from what the product is, which it is a water. Uh, there are seven different options and they all begin with water. It is a vegan hydrating skin mist. So I, I don't know, I, I, to me, the product is so fabulous and glamorous and luxurious. 
and also good for your skin that I mean, the name just kind of like fell right in my lap. It just popped into my head like rich bitch water. I mean, yeah. it's just. Get you some. Get you some. Yes. And I'm in love with the smell of it. Like I tried it this morning with my skin routine and I just like fell in love with the smell of it. Like, I don't think I have a lot of things that have um, a floral scent to it, but it's not overwhelming and powerful. So that I could really appreciate. Um, Thank you. And it was really like inspirational to know another woman that started a product, right? Like I'm a firm believer that like monkey see monkey do. Like, <laughs> so what I see another woman do, I give kudos to, and it makes me feel inspired to be like, okay, well, shit, she can do it. Let's let's figure out what what products is, you know. <laughs> And honestly, that's exactly what it is. I'm following in the footsteps of Rihanna and all the other African-American women who have decided to become entrepreneurs and who decided to do something in skincare and something in makeup or just beauty, period. So I'm I'm right with you. I'm, try, I'm trying to get to Ree's level. You hear me? And you will reach it. Like, keep doing what you're doing because... Um, even watching you like your career and like now that you do makeup, it only kind of makes sense that you start these things of like products and cosmetics and beauty. Um, so yeah, that's that's really beautiful. Is there is there a certain what was the process like with developing rich rich bitch water? So oh my God, it was a lot of um trial and an error, a lot of testing, a lot of time, a lot of patience. Uh, Rich Bitch Water actually started with uh, our top seller, which is the Rich Bitch. And that one is the rose water option. And um, it is something that I've used on my skin for many, many years. And I mean, people always ask me like, oh my God, something about my skin. Like, <laughs> I hate to like be that person. <laughs> But it's true, like, people always ask me stuff about your skin, like, oh my God, like, how do you do this? Or what do you, like, what do you use? And what are you wearing? And so I tell them, like, like, you know, the steps or things to try or use this or try this uh, Rich Bitch Water it, from something that I know and love. Rich Bitch Water comes from uh, years and years of um, my self-experience with skincare and different products and um, organic ingredients, vegan ingredients, and just just years of trying different things because everyone's skin is different. My skin when I was 16 is totally different when I was 26 right. and then different again at 36. So mm -hmm. it's just like, it's not just a one way thing. Um, however, with the Rich Bitch Water being vegan and or having organic ingredients, it made it easier for me to be like, okay, if I kind of like eliminate all the dyes, eliminate the perfumes, eliminate a lot of this, excuse my French, but a lot of this shit that I can't even pronounce. Right, I right. feel like I'll, you know, that will open up an easier path for me to just take care of my skin in a more healthier way. And that's what Rich Bitch Water is about. Taking care of your skin, giving it that moisture, that um, hydration, which is so necessary especially for our skin 
yeah. black girls. You know, we got to have that moisture. We want that glow. We want our skin popping. We got to take care of it. And um, yeah, that's what Rich Bitch Water is all about. Okay. Um, so another thing that like, I want to pick your brain about, right? Like you made a post not too long ago, um, <laughs> <laughs> which I think is amazing because we don't talk about these things and they're like, like money management and like credit scores and things of that nature. So it's like, what tips do you have for young women trying to put themselves in a better position as far as like uplifting their credit score or becoming an entrepreneur? Uh, I think that unless you have a bunch of money, <laughs> try <laughs> not to live beyond your means. Like I'm just, for me, and, and this is just what works, what works for me, I um, I would always make sure that I was living within an affordable comfort zone for myself. That way, if anything happened, if I lost my job or if I was at work or, you know, just anything, I could still somewhat stay afloat. Because of that, I've been able to put myself into situations where okay, I'm not living beyond my means. Um, I'm not living like beneath my means, but you know, right. I'm, I'm not like living to impress the, the people who live next door. I'm living in a manner that is comfortable for me. With that being said, I've been able to save my money, have a savings, which you need just period. Everyone needs a savings, whether you, you know, it's for an emergency, a rainy day, or you want to start a business or a project. Um, so I've been able to have a savings, which is a good thing. Uh, living within my means has afforded me the ability to be able to kind of like navigate through the ups and downs of life. And with that, I think that if you, you are, I think that it's easy for you to put yourself in a position where you can say, okay, hey. My bills are this, my savings is this, I have this left over, I wanna try to do this, or I wanna work on my credit, or I wanna try to get a new car, or I wanna try to like start a, like some fun to put myself through school or to take a class or a course, which are ultimately the things that you need. Education, assets, you know, good credit. These are the things that are gonna take you to the next level. Okay. Um... That, that's beautiful. I really appreciate that. One thing mm -hmm. I wanted to talk about was um, you're no longer at the Woodward, correct? That is correct. Okay. So can we talk about that and like um, what made that transition for you to decide to no longer be there? Well, I think that I had... Um... I mean, like a lot of people know that I've worked at the Woodward for many, 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 many years. And um, I was, you know, just 110% dedicated and exclusive to this one place. Like people knew that if they wanted to see me, they had to come to the Woodward Burn right. Club. However, there were just some things like behind the scenes, like show business things that were not going in the direction 
that my career is going in. So I decided to respectfully uh, part ways and, um, you know, I just decided to just go off and do my own thing. And that's how a showgirl's dream has come about. (laughs) Yeah. And I definitely wanted to ask about that. Um, How was that? And can you tell the people about what the showgirl's dream is all about? Well, A Showgirl's Dream is a show that I built uh, on my own back. It is hosted hosted by uh, one of the greatest showgirls of our time, uh, April Summers. She is a legend and an icon. And she, I mean, it is just, it is a treat and a pleasure to even still have her around because so many of our, our loved ones, whether it's real family or chosen family. So many people are, you know, not with us now. So for me to have her on board with this and it be, you know, such a big deal. I mean, two sold out shows, um, amazing entertainment hosted by April Summer, starring me. I mean, for me, it was all about putting on the show that you dream of, like the kind of, sh- like for me, when I think of, oh my God, I want to look like this and I want to do this and right. it's going to be cameras. and That's what it is. It's a showgirl's dream. That is so beautiful. One, I want to commend you for having um, the ability to be able to see a vision, see it through. And you did that with Rich Bitch Water. You're doing it with a showgirl dream. And that takes a lot of um, bravery, right? Like sometimes we get complacent to where we're at in life. And that's one thing that I can just give you that like, cheer, if you see something, you're going to make it happen for yourself. And that's really dope. I appreciate that. It's pretty much um, the story of my life. I mean, even when I begin this journey of transition, Mm -hmm. you kind of have this vision of who you want to be or where you see yourself in life. And I think that's, um, it's just the way it's always been. I mean, there's never been anything in my life that I wanted that I couldn't have. Oh, it it's, it's not just like me. These are just like my ideas and my thoughts. I, I have to, I have to give my thanks and my honor to God because he makes all of these things possible. He made me, he made my mind. He made, you know, right. these thoughts in my mind that I think that I want to achieve. And then he gives me what it takes to get to that point to achieve my goals. So I just, I mean, I, I can't take the credit. I'm just living in this. I'm just living in this, this moment in this, this universe where I'm just following someone's lead. Um, I have these thoughts and ideas, but I'm ultimately following his lead. So I'm just, I'm just riding, I'm just riding away. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Because oftentimes I think, I believe the same thing, like the misconceptions I think sometimes around people's ideas of us is that they they see social media, they see perception and they conjure all these ideas, but actually it'd be like, yeah, you... You don't like me as Miss Matthew, but I was the same girl that was struggling and homeless. And before I got to this place, like I had to endure some shit, right? And so I think like as much as like we see you for your beauty and everything, there's a story behind that. And so um, 
Is there any big misconceptions that you often get placed in that you probably would want to take this platform to clear up? Um, no. Okay, I love that, honestly. <laughs> okay. No, I think that um, oftentimes people think that I'm a little bit of a bitch and I am, <laughs> but <laughs> no, okay. but like, no, like sometimes people think I'm a bitch, like in the aspect, like, um, you can't like approach me or just come and say hi or ask for a picture, you know, like at a show or something, but that is so not the case. I mean, there's proof of that. However, I think that as a showgirl and as an entertainer for me, in order for me to maintain a certain level of celebrity, I have to kind of like, I, I, I have to kind of like just stay to myself and that has worked for me. If I'm like, if I'm like hanging out at your house and then we like, and this is not for everybody, but this is like for the majority. Right, right, right. If I have everybody hanging out at my house and then everybody's sleeping over and then I'm hanging, like by the time I get on stage, nobody's checking for me because they just left my damn house. Right. So right. for me, for me, in order for me to maintain uh, the illusion for stage and my celebrity on stage, it was just and is still very important to me. I mean, you can't go to Beyonce house, and I'm not saying I'm Beyonce at all, no, but I, I'm. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just See, I was gonna say I was gonna say that, but since you said it. I was just like, you know, she the Beyonce and showgirls. Like, you might as well give her that title, and I don't give a fuck who don't like it. No, 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 no. no. I'm just saying, like, you know, you have to have. I'm sharing. I, I give everything to. I'm when you're a showgirl or an entertainer or an artist or an actress or an actor. Or if you're just in the public, you're you're sharing yourself with the majority. I mean, I have to have something for myself. I have to have something to take home at night. I have to save something. So that's just what it is. Yeah. And I and, and one thing about it, right, is that as I'm growing, I'm learning that, like, it's okay to not apologize about having boundaries. It is, it is okay to tell people, like, you can have all access to me. That's okay, because we live in a time with technology where everybody feel like they got to know everything about you. But hell, I'm from the old school. Some things got to remain private. Like, yeah. <laughs> so what what can we expect um, next for you? Like what's down the pipeline and everything? Well, I think that, um, oh my God, I'm always torn with what to share, not to what share. Not to you share, know what I mean? what I'm working on, what not to spoil, you know, like what okay. I should say. Um, definitely more of me on stage, definitely more of Rich Bitch Water. It has just taken on a life of its own. It's been uh, selling out almost uh, some of the options. And um, that's a blessing. More, more gorgeous skin, more skin, more fabulous, glamorous skin. Okay, so what's Blue take on love? <laughs> oh, like, <laughs> like, like what are you mean? Okay, I need a so, little bit of, uh, of a, okay. uh, a little 
elaborations. <laughs> Are you, let's start here. Let's start at the basis. Are you currently single? <laughs> okay, pay it. Okay. You, you are single as me. <laughs> what are you talking about? I thought we were stop talking about the other stuff. <laughs> okay, you're right. Let me let me get out your business. No, no, no. <laughs> no, um, um, I am what what am I? I don't even know what I am. That just made me hot. Girl, you <laughs> No, okay. I am um no, I'm, I'm I wanna answer the question. I am I'm weighing my options. I'm a girl with options and I like to weigh them. So I like I'm that. <laughs> I like that. That's real. Okay. Um, do you, okay. So do you believe in the ideal of how we romanticize love, I guess? So do you believe in like true love and that type of thing? Yeah. I mean, definitely. Okay. I've had, um, I mean, I think that there is like something sometimes said or spoken about trans women not being able to have uh, healthy and successful relationships, which I disagree with wholeheartedly. It's okay. some women out here, some bitches can't even keep a man or, you know what I'm saying? You like, say it. It, I mean, look at Holly Berry and Mary J. Blige and even Beyonce got cheated on. And right. I mean, the list goes on. It doesn't matter who you are, what you are, what you look like, what you have, Period. you know, everyone has had their up and downs in love. And I think that, I mean, you just gotta meet someone who wants that thing as much as you do. Okay. Do you want marriage? <laughs> I want to, I want to be healthy. I want to live a long, full life. And I want to be surrounded by uh, close friends and family. Uh, <laughs> I love the way you did that. Go ahead. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess like, <laughs> I don't know. I yeah. mean, I think that, I think every girl wants a, a a wedding. <laughs> I, I do want a wedding, yes. I do want the wedding. I think every girl wants a wedding and a dress and a cake. Um, I mean, definitely, I would love to be married. But, you know, it's just going to have to be with the right person for sure, which is seemingly hard to tell sometimes. You're right about who that. The right is. And that's why I said I'm weighing my options. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So do you have a love language? I don't want to share. <laughs> okay. Boom. Um, no, I do. And it's like, I got like three. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's okay. Because sometimes it takes all of that. No, I, I, hey, I guess I'm just that kind of girl. I, I like, um, I like things though. I it's terrible. I like I like things. I like gifts. I like and it, I'm not saying like a ten thousand dollar gift or fifty. I'm just saying like it and can even be if you just, did, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. But for me, it could even just be like a little teddy bear from Target, like a little fan. I need like 
just hit me with the here. I thought about you. Here go this. You know, so I'm gonna give you some rapid fire questions, right? And you just give me your first answer that come to your mind. Okay. okay. Boom. Good morning or good night text. Both. Okay. <laughs> Lipstick or lip gloss. Gloss. Okay. Um, gym shoe or high heel. <laughs> no, because no, honestly, like I I only wear heels on stage. Okay, okay. I never wear heels unless I'm like working, like performing. Oh, okay. That's something okay. See, that's that <laughs> perception. Okay. No, right? Yeah, You're I'm definitely that. not just going to the supermarket in some heels. No. Nope. Okay. Um jeans or dresses I'm going to have to say dresses <laughs> I'm just going to have to <laughs> I'm going to have to say dresses however I am a jeans kind of girl it's just that like recently I've gained so much weight that I can't fit any of my jeans so <laughs> I'm definitely going to have to go with dresses. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, is so I, I think that's it. That's all I kind of know and have, but I want to thank you so much for coming on. It's been such a pleasure. Okay. I want to thank you for having me. I have been watching you since, oh my God. I've, I've been watching you since before the uh, MTV stuff. Okay. Okay watching you and following you for such a long time when I saw you on television I'm like I know her like what the hell? like and, and you know how like you see something that's just like super duper unexpected I'm like is this this girl I know I'm like yeah I just bitch on my Facebook I can't it. <laughs> so, I, so I've been following you and I'm I'm just super duper fascinated by you Thank proud you. of you everything that you're doing it's so positive i mean we are like a little ratchetness every now and then <laughs> but i prefer the positivity i prefer to see the girls who are doing something positive to see the girls who are doing something that is going to change the way that society views us and i'm not even like one of them because right. Right, I don't give a fuck but, <laughs> but I do appreciate I mean just you as a person and everything that you bring yeah. to the table it is just it's all juicy greatness and I appreciate it and I think Th thank you that means a lot to me um I do it because I only know how to fucking be me right and be a nice girl and again I don't see versions of ourselves in the community in the way that I want to like y'all either misgendering us or you using dead names or you just only like us when you want to misgender us so for me if I can help it and use my platform to like highlight our narratives and the spirits that's what I want to do um so I just want to have beautiful people come on share their narratives and like hell you got a whole product okay so everybody needs to go get them some rich bitch water. Um, check her out on 
Period. Because, like, y'all will not be, y'all will be blown away when y'all see her get on stage and do her thing. Like, it's always a beautiful sight to see. So, thank you so much. Of course. Thank you, my love. Um, thank it's you. your girl, Miss Monty, and this is another Monty Mondays with Chantrell Blue. <laughs> the rich bitch. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Again, I want to thank Chantrell for coming on today. I had such an amazing time. I laughed so much during that interview. I just want to say again, I wish you nothing but success. It's so inspirational to see a woman, um, not only every time she get on show, but I think having a product and just watching how she moves throughout the community. I... I'm so excited for what's to come with Rich Bitch Water. And if you have not gotten any, please go and get you some. And it's your girl, Miss Mouthy. And remember, even when you don't see me, you hear me. So ta-ta for now. Bye!